donks. Look at us now, tip to tip. This is our life. This is our passion. That's the spirit we bring to this show. I'm Luke Thomas. I'm Brian Campbell. This is Morning Combat. Oh, 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 yeah. South Beach is the backdrop indeed. MK, Miami, we back at it Friday, June 4th, 2021. My name is Brian Campbell, CBS Sports and Showtime. That's Luke Thomas right there. The man, the myth, the aging legend. Uh, it is Mayweather Paul Fight Week. We are here in Miami. Generous, generous signage. And this is your Friday edition of Morning Combat. BC, the host. I would like to say it's an OJ Friday, but Pennington James himself is said like right over there. But uh, Farting audibly. We got a great audibly. show for you to not only set the weekend, Mayweather Paul Sunday night, UFC fight night on Saturday, uh, the ins and outs of combat sports. We're going to have some guests here tied into this fantastic event, Sunday night, Showtime, pay-per-view, Mayweather Paul, bragging rights. In fact, we got a guest right now. Uh, this is going to make Luke Thomas happy. I'm very happy about Number this. 85 himself. They call him Sweet Feet, but Chad yes. Johnson, Ocho Cinco, welcome. To morning combat, me. we can swear here. We can have this nudity involved. Me, I love you. Why? I just do. Yeah. It's my greeting to everyone. Okay, very good. Uh, well, Chad, either I'm going through menopause or it's hot as hell here. So I'm going to hold you here and ask you the hot, hard questions here. You're making your boxing debut, four mm -hmm. round exhibition, two minute rounds mm -hmm. to open up the pay per view against mm -hmm. Brian Maxwell. Uh, how the hell did we get here? We got here because of Leonard Ellaby and Floyd Mayweather and the relationship that we've had over the years. Obviously, using boxing as a way to prepare for football season for, what, almost about 20 years. And them understanding that with the right training and an enough adequate time, I would be able to go in there and entertain and protect myself. You put the mic a little closer to your face. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, I want to go in a bit of a different direction here. He wants to talk uh, boxing. Let's not talk soccer. I mean, seriously, really? So I'm a huge Real Madrid fan. Uh -huh. And I know you are as well. Yeah, You're ben, ben I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Napoli fan, but was a fan of Cristiano when he was there because we were cool. Okay, fair enough. But still, I know you, well, your thoughts about Ancelotti taking over as uh, head coach. It's, it's his second stint. His second stint, so I'm assuming they're going to do well. They have the players to do well. I'm not sure what happened with Zidane, but... No trophies in Madrid. It just doesn't work, man. Yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't doesn't sit well. All so. right, if, if you get to fire off questions that mean nothing to this fight, bragging rights, I might as well. <laughs> as well, Chad, I know I'm just we, getting to know Chad. I've we never haven't met known each other long, but real recognizes real. I can tell you, you're feeling some artist vibes coming off of me, as what they call that BDE. <laughs> I don't know if you're into that. Yeah, that's but, not what that's not what's he, coming off of you. But he had that in the NFL. You were mm -hmm. as cocksure. That's mm -hmm. an actual word. That is cocksure mm -hmm. as anyone I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. A true artist who owned the damn stage. Mm -hmm. I, like I know that. it's a little different for boxing this Sunday. I mm -hmm. want to get into that. But just in terms of you mountaintopping, what was it like to be so free and to be a trend center and just be like, I'm the best motherfucker? No, it, it, it was good. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was, it was entertaining to be in a sport, to be in a sport where it's all about control and them telling you what you're supposed to do, when to come, and being able to get on that field and express myself in my, in my way. That was my artistry. You know, painting and running routes, that was, that was my art. And it was fun. How much time did you each, before each game on Sunday, how much prep went into thinking about if I score in this way, here's what I want to do? Little, little to none. I would think, I would, I, would always, I, would, I would always think about what I would do on Tuesday, which is our off day, and I would just execute it. I wouldn't tell anybody, and I would just execute it. Just carry it forward from that point yeah. on. Yeah, and wow. I had to rely on 10 other people for that. What do you, why? That's oh, you mean because they get the ball and they yeah. score? Yeah, 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 you know yeah. how American yeah, yeah. football works. No, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I was talking about the prep. I didn't understand that part. This guy, but yes. yeah. made a great left tackle. All right, blindsiding me all the time. Uh, let me ask you this about the fight because <laughs> we just chatted at the press conference, uh, which you can catch on Showtime Sports' uh, uh, social channels on YouTube, and you talked about this 
pro boxing debut or, mm. or amateur boxing debut exhibition, if it will. Uh, you said you're humble because you are out of your element. Explain yeah. that mindset where you're not coming in here mm-hmm. pointing the, the camera no, no, at you no, no, necessarily. No. That, that, that would be very dumb. That would be very dumb. Um, I understand what's at stake. I understand the dangers of combat sports. I have a huge amount of respect being around it, being around fighters and knowing what goes on before you step in that ring. Matter of fact, I just dealt with it with the Charlo twins in Houston because I, I stepped in the ring to spar with them and their opponents, and it wasn't, oh, that's Chad. No, they fucked me up. Mm. And there was, there was no, no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no you know, white towel being thrown in. They fucked me up, so they understand and got me ready for what I'm getting ready to do. And you approach something like that where you're out of your element with a huge amount of respect, not just for the fighters, but for boxing itself. Uh, what do you enjoy most about boxing? The training. I like it because I lost the ability to compete, obviously, right. not having football. But then when the opportunity presented itself, oh, shit, I get to get back in that mode again of having a goal to strive for or working or just being in the gym, just doing the, the two-a-days with each, with each twin. I work with one twin in the morning and the other twin in the evening. Like, that was fun, the cardio. Ooh, I lost like 20 pounds. Yeah. I was like, you, look, you look pretty thin. Yeah. I was like 201. No, I've never been 201, but now I'm back in my playing weight at like 180, 183. And it, it feels good. Here's what's wild is that you, we, we think when we hear Chad Johnson, we think of eccentricity, all pro. We think of, you know, superstar. Mm. But your journey to the top in football, like, wasn't easy. You were too small. You were looked over. Like, you, you had some overcoming, humbling moments. Yeah. Are, do you like being the underdog again in that sense, coming into boxing from the outside, as if people want to tune in to see what it's going to look like? But people aren't like, oh, yeah, Chad's going to be great. He's going to go win a championship. Yeah, they don't I, know what to expect. Yeah, nobody knows what to expect. And I, I like it like that. I like it like that. Like, I just, I'm going in here, and I don't want to embarrass the people that have put the time and energy into me the past two months. How'd you get hooked up with the Charlos? Oh, I've known them for a while. Is that right? Yeah, Are you based years. out of Houston these days? No, I'm, this is Miami. It's home. Like, I drove here. It took me oh, 10 yeah. minutes to get here. He, well, know, he knows where the, the but big booty Latinos live. In order for me to get the right work, you know, I had to go to Houston for three weeks. And before I left Houston, I was at Masvidal, and I put the MMA training and boxing together just so I can get my cardio and get over that home. Uh, so how'd you connect with uh, Masvidal? I mean, I know you're a big yeah, Miami, fan of UFC. Miami, Miami yeah. guys. Right. You know? yeah, so. And they were welcoming the whole nine yards? Oh, yeah. That, that was hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jorge shit. doesn't play. Yeah. That was hard. Uh, you know, not every person that makes the, the move into combat sports from something else can, can deal with the rudimentary thing that, that separates the tough from the not. Mm. Taking a punch, right? Being mm-hmm. in peril and mm-hmm. finding a, solutions to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've said you've been a fighter all your life. How mm-hmm. was that for you getting into the gym, taking those first punches, and being, you know, being pushed with it? Do well, I really want to do this yeah, thought? You've got to think. I've been sparring and taking punches always to prepare for football season and sparring with legitimate boxers, obviously not to the level of the Charlo twins, which, is, which was eye-opening. Once I got in the ring with them, that, that wasn't fair. I felt that was very unfair. They, well, they fucked me up. But <laughs> it, it, it got me ready. It, it, it built somewhat of a I don't give a fuck mentality to prepare me for getting hit. Same way in football. Like, I didn't really care about getting hit, which is why I was so reckless in my style of play. I have to say, you, you have a very uh, uh, jovial attitude, but there's a seriousness I'm picking up on oh, yeah. this week. Well, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't serious about it. I wouldn't do it. Why would I step in the ring? Right. Why? Right. You know? So it just, it's another challenge. I've done some crazy shit in my life. I rode a PBR bull. I ain't a goddamn bull rider. Right. But I got on that motherfucker. <laughs> you know? I'm not a boxer. Right. But I can look the par with the right amount of training and get in there 
and protect myself and survive. Oh, he's going to get on the bull Sunday night. We're going to find out if it has horns. Believe me. A against Brian Maxwell. It's been a pleasure, Ocho Cinco. Thank, uh, you. thank you for bringing your art to our stage right yes. here and collaborating with us. Best of luck on Sunday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Can't wait to see it. Thank you. Yep. There he is. BC? That, that had to feel good, right? I mean, that, that's, you know, celebrity-wise. I mean, I mean this, he was a rising tide for our ship, okay? All right? Yes. Mikey, can you help, mister? Yeah, I mean, can you just leave the guy hanging, Mikey? Yeah. I mean, this is great, you know? Thanks. Thanks, Mikey. Uh, we do, of course, have the opponent of Chad Johnson. We, they just embraced off-camera. It was there a good know. moment. It is Brian Maxwell. I want to bring him in. Uh, Virginia's finest, Luke. You are a... Oh, uh, I am from uh, Washington, D.C., but I... Wait, wait, oh, look, I there. love it. I love it. But I went, to, uh, I went to uh, college in Virginia. Where in Virginia are you from, sir? I'm from... Franklin County, Virginia, a.k.a. you know, the moonshine capital, but, you know, I reside in Roanoke, Virginia, is where I train Roanoke. At. Yeah, and I, you, you know, speak also, into that, that also train in Gretna, Virginia with uh, Powerhouse Boxing Gym, so, you know, I'm all over the place. Yeah, all right, well, uh, happy to have you here. Uh, Brian Maxwell, representing Virginia, as we said, you've had a pro f fight in boxing, you've had some BKFC experience. But did, tell me the truth here. Did I read it correctly? This fight happened, you versus Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, because he slid into your DMs? Is that how that works? Yeah, man. Like, like I, I'm, still, I'm still baffled by it because when he messaged me, I was like, man, why is Chad Johnson hitting me? Yeah, did he, did he ask for nudes or you went right to the idea about the fight? No, he's like, hey, Brian, I need your help with something. <laughs> yeah, you know, you were thinking it, But right? he, had, he had the blue check mark, so you knew he it was him. He had the blue check mark, but I still double-checked, man. Like, when I clicked on it, I was like, oh, shit, this is Chad Johnson. But I still wasn't believing it yeah. because on Instagram, you know, you get people trying to sell you stuff all the time or asking you for stuff. And I was like, man, this ain't Chad Johnson. I'm not believing it. So he sent me a video. He was at his daughter's track meet. I was like, oh, this is, this is real. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I was at BKFC 17 down there in Birmingham, Alabama. So, you know, I'm at the fights, you know, talking to fans and, you know, taking pictures and signing autographs and stuff because, you know, I have a little bit of star power with Bare Knuckle. And, you know, I didn't think nothing else about it that night. And so I kind of, you know, threw it to the side. So, you know, after that night on the way home, you know, he sent me his number. And I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. But, you know, I didn't end up calling him until, like, literally – you know, the next day. Okay. And, you know, that's the next day is when we got the offer. And I was like, what? That's why he was messing. That's crazy. Is it happened a, that fast. Is this yeah. a life-changing opportunity, do you feel, this, this opportunity? Yeah, man, like everything that's came behind it so far with, you know, the newer, bigger sponsors and, you know, my hometown of Franklin County, you know, and, you know, in Roanoke, too, also everybody's showing me love and support, man. I'm super super gracious and it's it's a huge blessing you know i wish i had my sponsor list with me but you know shout out to all my sponsors especially fusion cbd products you know yeah, they've fusion, been can we get a little bit here please yeah, exactly. i mean you know pass the duchy to the left side oh, fusion yeah, thank you, know. you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, how about the fight though because we don't know what to expect and the eyes will be on ocho cinco and you know i don't want to bring up bad memory I mean, nate robinson just tried this from the nba to boxing and jake paul did bad things to him um I know you're prepared to do bad things for Chad, but how do you know what you're going to get across? What are you expecting? How quickly could he even learn this craft? I mean, like I've told everyone, I followed this man since the beginning of his journey is when I started my journey. And, you know, I've, know, I've known he's had boxing training with Floyd and stuff to stay, you know, in shape for the offseason for football. I've watched everything, every step. I'm a huge fanboy. But, you know, a few weeks after, you know, finding out about this fight, you know, my, my fanboy went out the window because, you know, it, it, it was grind time. It was time to put in more time in the jungle, and it was more time to spend with my, my striking coach. Of course, I was already in fight camp, 
And, you know, once this fight which was introduced in the middle of my fight camp because, uh, you know, I was getting ready for a bare-knuckle fight, you know, it's a, it's a, a, a dot in my, my journey in the fight camp that I'm going to, I, I decided to take the opportunity because it's not only life-changing, which it has been so far, but, you know, it's something that I've never gotten to do. It was fight an idol. I've got a running hashtag, you know, idols become rivals, and I'm going to stick to it. Wow. No, no issue with once the bell rings, socking him in the face. You're not going to ever feel any like, oh, I feel bad about this. It feels or, like a feel-good story waiting to happen right here. Yeah, because I've actually seen it. I've seen a guy who was uh, uh, looked up to another fighter, and, they, you know, again, he worked his way up, and he actually lost the bout because he got kind of like a little bit undecided, uh, although he dropped the guy at the beginning. But still, it, it did happen. Like, all those emotions now are, are thrown out the window. You feel what I'm saying? Um, we're here to entertain. We're here to have fun. You know, Chad is another man that's in front of me. So, you know, I've prepared for this fight like I would prepare for any other thing. I prepared for him to punch me in the face, and I prepared to punch him in the face. <laughs> I, I'm so prepared all to watch that, all that remorse yeah. is not going to make me sad at all. Maybe after the fight, once it settles in, I might feel bad. And but, you know, right now I'm in I'm in fight mode. This is the best shape I've been in in over two years. I'm finally getting a fight at 185 my weight class that I flourished in as not only an amateur, but, you know, my wins as a professional fighter. And I'm just ready to have fun. You know, at the end of the fight, you know, no matter the outcome, you know, I'm going to dap this man up and give him a hug. The and world. for autograph at the, <laughs> the world's going to get to meet Brian Maxwell. Look, as, as we say goodbye to him, and we wish him plenty of luck on Sunday night, it's going to be open the pay-per-view card at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, he's no stranger to the ink chair. Yep, here. black I and mean, gray work. I mean, he's, he's had the work done. What, what, what should we be looking at here? What means the most? What, what, yeah, what do you point out one. I mean, obviously, you have, your tattoos are all connected. I'm a big tattoo enthusiast. Point out one there on part of the sleeve on either side that sort of stands out to you. Well, I'm going to say... My Batman tattoo. Yes. Into the mic. Speak into the mic. Yeah. My Batman tattoo Dude, is you my... you got that on the softest place on the, on the yes, arm, Yes, man. It, it definitely hurt up under the arm. That means this guy's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah tough right. shit. But why? You know, it's my most prized tattoo. I've been a Batman fan since I was three years old. And literally, like, my whole life, everything has been Batman, Batman, Batman. I even had a car... A 2000 model Honda Civic that I literally named the Batmobile. <laughs> everything in it was Batman, like... Like everything, carpet, seats, everything, headliner, you know, my front grill, everything. Like, like this is my most prized possession, and plus it's the one that hurt the most. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, this, it hurt, but it also meant a lot just be, because of the simple fact that, you know, I'm a big Batman fan. I can see that. I can see that. Well, you know what? We are, too. I love Batman stuff. So. Brian Maxwell, we wish you the best. Great to meet you. Uh, I know you. you're going to have an opportunity here to make your name known, so go get it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Can't wait to see it. There he Thank is. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Mikey, that's, that's when you come in there, buddy. That's when you help the, the, yeah. the man out. Yes. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll teach the staff as we continue here, Luke. Uh, unorthodox episode of Friday's Morning Combat. Uh, weekend preview, obviously, to come. We got a couple more guests sprinkling in and out. But, Luke, um, have you transferred over yet? Has the, the switch flipped from the idea of Mayweather Paul, the entire event, being circus, carnival, weird, unique, something we've never seen? to, oh crap, they're gonna actually fight. Because I, that moment happened for me during the face-off between Logan and Floyd uh, at the Versace mansion yesterday. We, we were you know, uh, blessed enough to be able to host that, that uh, press conference stream for you, and very hot. 
uh, hot Versace, hot Versace ropes, Versace. very hot. I mean, like like uh, the back room of Hades that they usually like, where they put the guys on the Bellator undercard. You know, that get knocked out cold and they drag them out. They bring a new guy in. Those they they deposit those bodies in that in that back room area of Hades. It, it was that hot underneath there. Some could say right now we're we're getting close to that, but uh, has it flipped yet in your in your heart? Can it ever flip? Where no. you're like, okay, this is actual fight now. Let, let's focus. It's time. Let's do it. No, not really. I, I listen. I'll play ball. I'll play ball. I've been playing ball this whole time. You've been I've, playing two balls. I mean, you've been you've been, been selling right here, okay? <laughs> gonna, balls across I'm the gonna, nose. I'm going to yeah. rub my balls yeah. uh, on you. Anyway, uh, that's kind of weird. But still, the point being is this. In terms of the fight itself, like, dude, it is, I mean, we don't want, it's a clown show. It's, I'm not going to say it's anything other than what it is. But, but in terms of, like, you know, playing ball with having fun with the whole thing, yeah, I think having a, having a sunnier disposition, yes. a bit of a lighter attitude, um, you know, it I would. Can't hurt, I would I like guess. to believe, though, like this is a new version of Luke, and the doc cameras are here to pick it up. It's and not I, a new version. I know you Dude, don't this care. This fight is dumb. But this it's is a dumb. happier Luke. Luke's willing to play ball. It's like somebody drugged I'm... him up before he got in the plane, and I love it. But but Luke, in that mode, in this this this, you know, because some people say Doc Three, which came out this week on uh, for us on Morning Combat, uh, yes. that it's abstract, it's artistic, it was something. No one little, really says that. It was a little bit different um, in that regard. You know this fight is that way, yeah, and no, this is a, this is a new Luke. I'm wondering though if you can go into wartime if needed because we were chatting with Floyd Mayweather yesterday, and he joined that list. He joined that hit list of people that came after me. But again, I, I, I stood my ground. I was willing to play that part. Yes, okay, you did. I was willing to be an opponent I if letting, I had to. I was to. letting to watch you get cooked. Um, I'm, I'm a little, you know. I thought from Doc Two we learned about getting each other's back. I thought from Doc Three we learned a little bit about. You know, going to bat for your spouse. You know what I'm saying? Saying, no, no, look, you know, from this day forward, uh, you're like Floyd. Uh, if you could hit him, could you hit him right there, actually, on the chin? That was that was very. Yeah, that's nice poison ivy on your neck, guy. Why don't you show more of that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Meet the new Luke, same as the old Luke. Uh, our producers are violently uh, uh, telling us that we've got to take a break. I, it could be because of the amount of sweat building on my brow, but we will be back with more morning combat and more guests uh, on the other side. We'll be back in two minutes. In two seconds. <laughs> Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Yeah, we're back. Brian Campbell, Luke Thomas, Morning Combat, a special Friday weird edition here. Uh, weekend preview to come, but we want to continue the guests that we have lined up for a little mini surprise uh, uh, chat special that we got for you. Ahead of, of course, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on Showtime Pay-Per-View. Uh, Luke, there's a man who has fired the hell up about his fight on Sunday night. Yep. It'll come on that Pay-Per-View main card. Middleweight Luis Arias heading against your boy, Jarrett Hurd. Yes. And not only is this going to be a great fight, the trash talk between them. Insane. It's, it's gotten good. It's gotten me fired up. It's gotten me like, I'm a little itchy. Like, I have a rash. Like, I have poison ivy on my neck. It's like... You dude, do have poison ivy on your neck. Well, that, that, yeah, I do. But I, I feel that feeling very itchy. If we can bring in Cuba uh, uh, around the corner here and there get this party started here. Uh, a battle-tested middleweight, Luke. Come on in, Luis sir. Luis Arias in the house. There he is. Cuba. Be sure to talk into the microphone. 
these desks break easy. It's not yes. just, it's not yes. that you're that powerful, yes. but he is pretty powerful right yeah. there. Welcome, sir. Uh, you're the most fired it. up guy on this card, more yeah, than anyone 100%. else. I got it. This fight is the most meaningful for me. I mean, the first card is whatever. Uh, Badu Jack's opponent's last replacement, so... You know, it's whatever for him, too. You know what I mean? He wants to win, but his chances are slim. I think everyone's going to pay attention to this fight. You know, it's a huge fight for me. Uh, my last couple fights, I've been right there. I've been fighting title fights and world title challengers, and I'm just one step away. And this is it, man. This is, a, this is the perfect name, the perfect opponent for me to finally, you know, cross that line and, and get into the mix. This, so would, be, this would be a signature wait. win for you, yeah? Very signature win for me. You know, that's all I need is a signature win. Jared Hurd, of course, held two titles at 154, was the class of the division, beat Arislandi Lara before being upset uh, against J-Rock Williams. But he's moving up to 160 here for what he calls a one-off. And that's been a big contention of the beef between you two, where Swift says, you know, after this, after I get this win, I'm going to go back down to 54, unfinished business, as he calls it. We all want to see him fight Charlo if they both can advance. But this man's like, you know, hold on, forget future plans. Right. Uh, ain't there, got, isn't, there, isn't this plan. a present plan problem that this guy's coming up to 160 because he couldn't make weight? It all happened because of a damn pizza slice. People now, he had, told, here's what he told us about that. He said that the pizza that you got it, you got it wrong because this is his words. It was a cauliflower pizza, <laughs> right? With pepperonis on it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't. It's just the fact that you know, like when, when the fight, my you can look at my record. My last couple fights have been strategic. Everyone's been a title challenger or highly ranked in whatever belt. And when they brought the fight to me, it was at 154 pounds. He had just got ranked number one by the Ring Magazine. I told Floyd and told Leonard, like, I had plans of moving down. So, like, yo, you want to fight her? And I said, 100%. You guys, like, th that's big. You, you guys bring me the number one guy right away? Give it to me. Like, that's, that made sense to me. I want to fight 154. I want to get that belt at 54. So give me the number one guy at 54. Right. And so we had agreed on that. And then time goes by, and he's like, oh, actually... You know, I can't make 54. I'm coming down from 215 pounds, so we got to fight at 160. Now, at 160, I'm like, okay, even if I beat you at 160, you're not ranked at 60. So right. it's, it's a meaningless fight in terms of ranking and, and putting myself in position. But he's still a good name. So that, that, that was my whole thing is just like, okay, you say you're professional. You say you want to be the top guy at 54 but you want to fight at 60. I see. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Still, what, what, is it just the weight class issue that has bothered you about him? Because it seems well, like you've had, like you guys uh, definitely been butting heads a little bit here this whole, this I mean, whole that thing. That was my, my whole thing was just like, you know, you, you're playing with me. Like you're oh, telling me, you mean like since February, squeeze down, squeeze down. Like we're going to fight 54. We're going to get this, we're going to go for 54. Squeeze down. Oh, actually, he's, he's getting too fat, you know, get back up. <laughs> and so when you saw him eat the pizza, you were like, are you oh, out of your Oh, come on, man, you're, you're, you're bullshitting, you know? Like, being unprofessional is the reason you lost them titles to begin with. Oh, wow. Like, wow. you should have just told me from the jump, like, you know what, man, I'm too big, you know, let's just fight at 60. Then I would have changed my shit around and, and, and worked on getting, you know, but you, you waited till the last couple of weeks because you're like, oh, you know what, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too chubby. Right. So I'm not, I don't want to make 54. Well, you've been in the ring uh, with some big names. You know, Danny Jacobs is a Suletsky. I mean, you've got experience against top middleweights. Jarrett's style, or when he's utilizing that best style, is that pressure style to break you down. How will that match with your aggressive style from the standpoint of, of fireworks on Sunday night and the standpoint of does that play into your favor if this thing get, gets messy? Um, I think it does. I, I mean, right now, he, he's in the middle of switching styles. So I think he's going to go in there trying to box, you know, because that's what they've been trying to teach him is box, even though he did a very bad job boxing his last fight. 
He's going to try to box. But then when I hit him in the mouth and I catch him, I'm going to bring the old hurt out of him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Even in his last fight, he tried to box early. But by the end of the fight, he was getting back more to that rough and tumble Because the guy style. came on, right? I mean, yeah. Which, right, like, so he, he started out sticking the jab and moving. But by the end of the fight, that was out the window, right? Yeah, because it's like boxing is you hitting them and they don't hit you. Right. That's boxing. I hit you and you don't hit me. He was hitting him, but he was still getting hit back a lot. So he was like, you know, I got to switch this up. This guy's tiny. Let me, let me start picking it up. I yeah, you know, and I feel like it's going to be the same opponent. thing. You know, so Santana's if he goes for the, a 40-pounder. So if he's going for the inside style, you're, you're okay with that. I'm good. I'm, 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 it's better for me. The closer he is to me, the more I can hit him. I'm the smaller guy. I mean, shorter. Right. So I need him closer. Like, I need, I need this to be a close fight. I need this to be, you know, I don't want to go chase him. I'd rather him be right, right there so that he can just <laughs> duke it out. Uh, I assume that you've had a chance to share the ring with Floyd Mayweather sparring. Yeah, yeah. What's that like? To put us through that, I mean, how different that is compared to the normal sparring getting because of the, yeah. the brain up there. Honestly, that's how Floyd, me and Floyd got back together was we sparred. Like, originally, I just was, I was in Vegas, and he flew me down there. He was like, yo, help me for Logan. Like, just help me just get ready. I just want to get sharp. So we sparred a couple of times, and, and, man, Floyd's still sharp, man, honestly. I'm telling you, Floyd can still compete with a lot of these top guys at 47. 100%. Like, he's still got his legs. He's still strong. Like, Floyd's a lot stronger than people think. Like, I've heard, he you might know, not be, you know, uh, but, like, in terms of, like, pushing him around and, like, him squeezing, like, hold, like, on the clinch, like, he's strong. You, you know, know what he? someone told me? Uh, Lamont Peterson told me that he uh, sparred with Mayweather one time and that he got jabbed in the belly, and it wasn't, like, the hardest, like, like arm punch. Accurate. It was accurate. He said it felt like a stab. It went right yeah. through him a little bit. He still got a little bit of that? Yeah, he still got it. Like I'm saying, I'm telling you, he was, he was, he, those couple, you know, he had a picture up when he was bloody. He was beating, beating some of those guys up like bad. Like, in the, it's, still, it's, it's, I just, I don't really see like the, the, the opposition because obviously they weren't at his level. Right. But it's the punches that he was putting together, the combinations that he was putting together, like the defense behind it that I'm like, man, he can still compete. How long do you think Logan lasts? That's really the operative question, right? It's not winning. I don't think he lasts eight, but I, I, I give him to like about five, six. That's pretty generous. He's a big kid, but he is a big I mean, kid. He's, man, you, I mean, I saw the all access. I mean, that fired me up too. I was like, man, he's, he looks big. Like he had muscles in his back, you mm -hmm. know, like that's going to help. And he's going to weigh 190 tomorrow, but he's going to be about 200, 215, you know, 200, probably like 205 maybe, you know, come fight night. Floyd weighs 150 with his clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> a, a marvel. So, uh, Luis Arias, Cuba, it's been great talking to you, man. Well, well, uh, let's say you win uh, against Jared Hurd, big time, right? Let's say it's just everything you were looking for. Yeah, 100%. What's the move after that? You're still going to go to 154? You're going to call yeah, someone the, out? The move, the move is to still fight at 154 pounds. I mean, uh, uh, like I said, that's why I didn't want to fight at 60 because it's like, oh, well, you beat somebody at 60. I can't call anybody out at 54 when you're not even fighting at 54. So, but I mean, I mean, me beating Jared Hurd and me looking good against Jared Hurd just puts my name in the mix and it'll be able to bring me one of those guys. So that means the next fight, it'll be closer to 154. And then when I beat that guy, then I can call someone out. Spot, yeah. I Take can't business. call out Charlo right now at 54. Right. And he's like, dude, you're fighting at 60. Call my brother out. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to fight. I'm yeah. fighting at 54. So Fair enough. He wants know, the it belts. doesn't make no sense. He wants Fair the enough. smoke. He wants yeah, the belts. You know? uh, Cuba. Love the attitude, man. Look, can't yeah. wait to see the fight. Me too, man. It's going to be a great fight. Like I said, we're, we're still in the show. Like, the spot, the boxing light is going to be on this fight. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the truest boxing fight yeah, on the card. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, competition-wise, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, great chat with you. Best Appreciate of luck, man. It. Can't Appreciate wait to see it, man. It. Yeah, good man, luck. It's going to be a good one. All right. All right there he is. Luis Arias getting a few minutes with us. Uh, I love the passion. Yes.
That's the, that's that's for sure. That's the that's the boxing on the court. If you right can there. go into the Mayweather Boxing Club in Las Vegas, the what do they call the doghouse sparring sessions yes. that they have, and you even get in there with Floyd, and you come out of it, and you're battle tested like this guy, you're, you're yeah. you know. You, you can play in this game, you know. You're, you're for in sure. Here. He's a real boxer. He's a real fighter. That should be. That's gonna. It is a real fight. That should be good. That should this be really should be good. Very good. Right I there. am interested about though. I I gotta say, Hurd looked good yesterday. He looked like he was in good shape for sure. But the weight thing is, it's a little interesting to me. It that, is uh, with that long layoff. I get why he didn't want to immediately go back to 154, but. And in mindset wise, you know, he lost his father uh, to to COVID over the sure. quarantine, and you know, played a big part in every part of his game, boxing, uh, his life. He lived in his parents' house when he was unified champion. I mean, I he hadn't moved out yet. So, uh, I wonder if he comes back, a, you know, a different man with a different level of focus. I think there's a lot of questions to be answered by the, his team there with Kay Karoma, the the great trainer, who you know they tried to turn him in the Santana fight that we were at in Brooklyn uh, into more of a boxer. Can he pull that off? You know, can can the the old dog thrive with the new trick? Or like uh, like Arias said, will he go back to the Bronx style? Is the Bronx style the best version of him? You know what I mean? If if he's gonna go in there against Charlo one day, if that if they both get there, and we don't know, or if he goes in there against anyone who's wearing most of or all the belts, it, he still has to be a dog to win at that level, right? For sure, for sure. I mean, this is merely a step in a potentially positive direction, but there is so many unanswered. I mean, I'm really questions. There's a innumerable hurdles to the, to get back to a space that you know uh, that uh, is possible at the highest level. So listen, one thing at a time here's what I would say. But let's see how it looks. Do we have another guest coming through? I don't uh, think we do. Pennington, do we? or are we or are we good to flow? All right. Well, Luke, let's let's talk about. You guys are a little talked. Let's get to uh, you know how this main card may play out. Uh, let, let's let's hit Chad Johnson versus Brian Maxwell. We heard from both of them. Mm -hmm. What do you think it's going to look like? What I think can we Brian even Maxwell's guess? Maxwell's going to have a good night. I'm not. I'm not getting a great vibe from that one. And I've heard some stuff about the relative abilities of either guys from people in the know. Uh, I think Maxwell, I don't know that he will win, but I, I think if anyone is imperiled, I hate to say it because, you know, he is a, uh, he is a Madrid brethren, but Chad Johnson might, might be in trouble. It's going to be interesting. What, what could he learn in a short time from guys like the Charlo brothers or the other, you know, big names that he sparred with? Um, we will have Badu Jack coming up in a second, but that's going to be interesting. I, I, I don't know if like if I should question the confidence of Johnson or just say, hey, well, he's been pretty humble. He's, he's being pretty respectful oh, he's of super the sport. Humble. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Does that he's, mean that the confidence level isn't there? I don't, I don't know. No, I think he's taking it seriously. I don't, I, I'm not reading into it like, oh, he's shook or whatever. I don't really get that sense. I, he's focused. I think he did the work. But I just feel like, dude, the, I mean, the bare knuckle dude, Maxwell from Virginia. I mean, he's from you know he's from the sort of southwest of Virginia. Southpaw. That's not an easy thing on your nope. first. No, and he's a, he's a he's a place from a rural part of the state, and he seems like he's tough and, and about it. You know, is he the most skilled boxer on the planet? Probably not, but he definitely seems like a real one and a tough as shit kind of guy. In terms of fighting, fighting, I think the Maxwell kid has been in the trenches a lot more. Than Chad Johnson's. We'll see if that translates, but, but that's says, kind of know, the vibe that I'm getting. Chad says he identifies himself as a fighter, someone who's been fighting all his life, has been doing boxing, you take sparring this so seriously. <laughs> Chad has identified himself as a <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I mean, dude, we're talking about wow. a YouTuber again who's wow. going to get stretched by Floyd. Wow. Can you drop?
<laughs> you got to drop the broadcast live feed. Yeah, I mean, wow. it, you know, listen, they got morning combat on the step and repeat. I mean, we're, so. you know, there's no fruit flies here, so we're off to a good start. It is. But, uh, we are actually, people don't know this. That we actually, someone should alert NASA. We are actually shooting this on the surface of the sun. Yeah, it's <laughs> it actually, is really that hot. It's 50,000 degrees Kelvin uh, Luke, in this room. You know, we, we were talking about, I thought we were going to break down fights, but why don't we just get shitty? Uh, Doc 3, it came out. You didn't even watch it. You don't even watch the whole thing. I watched thing about with, seven or eight minutes of I mean, you in Puerto Rico tr fumbling for Here's a, what I think, here's Here's you in Puerto Rico fumbling for a plot line. Yeah, why did it had no plot? Why did I have to do that? Because maybe uh, <laughs> maybe my co-star doesn't want to be a co-star. Maybe my co-star is a bit player, a, a key grip, a, a best boy, a supporting <laughs> act. All right. I had a, I had a uh, I had a Pippin for two years most while Jordan was out. Ever. You know. Uh, will you be back for Doc Four? Because I I've seen this morning you no showed our uh, our Doc show. Yeah, by the you pool. and the fucking Showtime producer. Where is he? Less than Jake? You two made plans and didn't tell me when I had already gone to sleep. So I wake up in the morning. Did you see the text? Yes or no? I was asleep when the text got sent. Yeah, but the, the plans started at 9, 9.30 or something. I mean, I think you wake up I was up, up at that. 9. I was up at 9, but, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, Are you guy. hibernating? Listen, your boy's washed. I mean, he's I super mean, washed. You blew off our steak dinner last night. I mean, you know. Yeah, I did. I, I, I opted to eat by myself in the room. <laughs> hey, yeah. good luck, guys, on Doc 4. Hope you can take some of this shit, Jake. And You should, uh, not, and have, you should not have published Doc 3. That's uh, my well, since we're already here and we're this shitty, I didn't know something. So, Jay Aaron Pennington's got a new single out, Luke. No one cares. I didn't care because I thought it was like another cover and minor that the world didn't need. Do you know this is actually an original track? It's called Believe Me. It's, it's out... Uh, this is Jay's first original track in 20... Pennington, I'm sorry. In 20 years, bro, all right? Believe me, is he confessing <laughs> to sex crimes? He's right what there. is it about? Yeah. Coach Sandusky's right there, by the, by the way. Um, no, I wish Jay well. I mean, he's, he's taking his art, and he's... Um, he's bro He's uh, boldly putting it out there, Luke, okay? He is. <laughs> I mean, who's who's risking more this weekend? I would use Chad the, Johnson I would, or Jay, really? Like. I would use the word stubbornly more than passionately producing his work out there. But, yes, he is putting his work out there. Right. It is. I, in fairness to Brian, who was sweating like Patrick Ewing going up against the, you know, Jordan Air Chicago Bulls in the playoffs. Kevin McHale was a giant sweater as well. My was God, he? Oh, McHale? my God. He had his own sweat boy who would stand with the towels Ewing had one. Yeah. yeah, all those seven. If you're a seven-footer, yes. Olajuwon, all those dudes. Once you left the core, they had to get the dudes to come and mop up after you. Yeah, that's true. Luke Longley, I never felt like, though, was that way. Was he a big Australians sweater? Australians don't really sweat. I feel like they're they're used to that heat. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's science. They they grew up around that heat. Down all them down on. Hey, shout out to Submission Radio. The boys had me on. How uh, was that? Casper and uh, Dennis. Love the love the. You know what? Right away, I could tell they're 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 kind of like us. They're yes. like our ilk. They they could swim in our pool. Okay, they there are, are there are Australian relatives. They are yeah yeah. If we were in Australia and maybe a little younger and, and in better shape. Um, we would probably be the number one show to them at number two. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a jab. Um, they, they, they could play. Hey, they Dude, do. Dude, why don't you tell the audience? They do how big you, numbers, all right? Listen to this. Tell the audience how you fucking introduced Chad Johnson. Brian hosted the, uh, the, the uh, undercard uh, press conference just before the show here, and he had to introduce people. Tell them what you did to introduce Chad Johnson, how he didn't knock you the fuck it out. It was a lead-in. He was standing, sitting next to me. I was at the podium, and it was a lead-in to the next question. And I just basically said, you know, for a guy who's known for, for uh, catching passes for a living, we're going to find out whether uh, he's going to catch that fade on Sunday <laughs> or he's going to be the one delivering it. And, uh, uh, Luke, you know, I looked over quickly. I was like, He must oh, have been man. like, what the is fuck? It, Why that, did you say that? Is that you, Floyd? Uh, is, that, is that Mike Perry? I mean, what, hey, Mike, Perry, Mike Perry was here this weekend at no way. The Jake Paul 
Woodley close up and we had Showtime cameras there and less than Jake, our documentarian, got an interview with Mike and they talked about fatherhood. No way. That's reconnaissance work in the That's moment sick. right there. Yeah. Are they are are I can't tell if they're on or off again. Are Perry and Paul boys? I think I think Perry was there for I Woodley. Know, I know they Oh, he was there for Woodley. Because I, I know guess, Perry right? Perry did train with Jake Paul. I, I know that happened. That, I don't have that information. Did you see their stare down yesterday? I thought it was pretty good. Dude, Jake is why was Dave Portnoy of, Be- of Best Buy? Okay, I was I mean, asking Showtime. Can someone from Showtime explain to me? Why was Dave Portnoy the guy doing the face-offs? Showtime. Why was Portnoy doing Bitcoin conference, really. So they're telling us he was here for a Bitcoin conference. I don't have, I'm not, wasn't against it. I was just like. Dixon Dogecoin. That's, that's what Morning Combat's got for here. How did he right? get involved? Uh, that was the answer. Dude, Jake Paul is. He's. Dude, oh these chairs, God. these chairs, look at this guy. You've been in the weight room, you big fuck. I can see it. Bro, bro you're going to let him talk about your form like that? Hold yeah. On. You could oh, let both you, of us over criticize my form? Hold on, hold on. That's yes, usually yes what no. the bros on Colt and, yeah. and the, yeah. the zoo I, hold culture on, do. Hold on, hold on. I might yes enter no. the Thick Boy Club and we'll send you to hell for this, We can okay? send me to hell. Well, yes he's vice president of the Thick Boy Club. Yes, yes and no. The deadlift, I thought, was sensational. Thank and you, I told sir. you as much. Your bench, your bench is... It's a problem. Oh, the the four the four hundred was a problem for you. Here's the reason. Hold why. on, hold on. Before you criticize it, yeah. what? Uh, how much can you bench? Less than that. Okay. I, I said as much. I mean, what are we when doing I here? I mean, you. come on, bro. On. You no, know? no, no. Hold on. Run the tape. When I criticized it, I said this is Let's what be this clear. is what I get. Like when I did my special, people were like, "Oh, I would have done this, this, and this." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, cool, no, no, no. dude. How long have you been doing stand up? Yeah. Like, never yeah. done. Like, I've been sitting for a while. Don't count. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Schaub, obviously, what I said was professional comedian. Can you put respect on his name? I have my lifetime max is 395. I'm a terrible bencher. It's pretty good though. It's okay. It's fine for an average dude. That's what it is. Your ass can't come off the bench. You, you, have, it has to be, you, can t- you can rack it with your ass off, but once you want to You're talking competition. Press, what counts as a real bench? You've you got to have your rear end down. Otherwise, it's leg drive all the way through. I guess, Daddy. I, I feel like, <laughs> I guess, man. I feel I like guess, spoiled bro. meat between two pieces of rye, right? This is yeah, a great sandwich of us. Uh, just like you did. This, you know? You're strong as fuck. There's uh, yeah. no denying. Uh, There's no reason was, for it. This was a long time coming to, I know, to look take at brands us, and rub them against each other and just see what kind of sparks and magic. I'm so pumped for the weigh-ins tomorrow. Yeah, me too. So for folks who may not know, it'll be this trio. We're hosting the weigh-ins at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino or the Seminole, you know, I don't, I don't have I don't have information like that, but I'll be there. You know what I mean? Did you get in? Late last night. Yeah. So, Shab, I want to ask you a key question. I don't know if you saw Luke and I hosted in the in the sweaty Versace robes yesterday. How about, I didn't. How about that at the Versace Showtime mansion? Uh, yeah, in, in Versace robes. Their expense Pretty report cool, approval huh? team on that one. Uh, and, you know, Luke's decision to normally be a, uh, you know, I'm called the factory town guy, but he's very industrial. He's not stylish. He comes in there with the pink pants for South Beach. A lot of people, a lot of yes, people online you, going, the Shab influence running. Yeah, you know, I, running over I, on I got, I, after the show was over, I looked at my phone. And, you know, everyone is insulting for a variety of reasons. I got more insults or questions about the pink pants than anything. Not well, the robes. Well, you got that, those lifter legs, those ham hocks that were hanging out okay, in there, Okay, right? well, don't put me in these fucking director chairs, and I won't look like a goddamn polar bear riding a tricycle for fuck's sake. Yeah, there sake. was a lot of chat online about your pink pants. Yeah, that's you, what you want, man. It's a fashion statement. And also, dude, look around. It's fucking Miami. You want me to wear khakis with pleats? Eat shit. I was wearing pink pants. 
I'm all go. for it. Thank you. I'm all for it. Are you going to wear something outrageous tomorrow and make us look weird? Uh, probably not outrageous, <laughs> but probably, you know. Yeah, probably, something probably, cool? probably won't look like I'm uh, hosting a golf show, though. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Very probably fair. Not, probably not that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the golf show. Yeah. When you leave, they change the step yeah. This is the low testosterone channel right yeah. here. Yeah, this is great. All right, great. I mean, you know, if you had Brendan Schaub next to you, they didn't tell us this was going to happen. We didn't get to prepare. No, they just, they just brought you in here. This so is magic right now. This hotel is nice, bro. This hotel is real nice. Does everyone stay all the talents here too? Yeah, for the most part. I'll tell you what's crazy about all this is you've been to Florida a lot recently too. It, too much. Yeah. Someone would say too much. It's a long <laughs> flight from LA and Florida. And yeah, so weird. Dude. Was you it know? six hours? Yeah, it's a beast. But what's weird is uh, you know when this fight got announced, I was like, oh yeah, you know it's an entertainment fight, it's whatever. Like everybody knows, you know Logan, he's, he's probably not gonna do much. Right. And then, you know, that, that gym I work out, zoo culture, it's like fitness influencers, like Mecca. They're all the biggest names you've seen. They're in there. They're in there. Great gym. And, never been there. Yeah, it's great. It's Bradley and, Martin's gym. Yeah. And uh, before I left yesterday, I was working out. They'd come up to me like, dude, how's it going down? What, what's going down? How's this thing going to go down? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, man, I saw the countdown with Logan, man. He's looking crisp, dude. I'm like, oh, you guys... You guys think he's gonna win? Like hell yeah, man! I'm like, oh, this is perfect. We, we this saw, thing's this is this thing's gonna sell, man. Dude, dude, Tricking gym dude since 2017 bro, at Showtime saw, pay per view. We looked right. at the odds yesterday. I couldn't fucking believe my what ears. is it. Floyd is only understand. Yes, he's gonna be the favorite. Obviously, if he's not a minus fifteen thousand, I'm gonna freak out. He's minus nine hundred. No way. Logan Paul was plus five hundred yesterday, dude. I was like, who the fuck is making these odds? You saw on the special, Floyd called it legalized bank robbery. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's about what it is. Because we talked, we had uh, Logan there yesterday. I was like, dude, you know, motherfucker, you know you don't have to win. All you got to do, clean shot. Survive. Survive. Some kind of moral victory. Everyone would be like, oh, okay, that's great, you know? Brendan was team shop before it was cool, though. I mean, he was day one on realizing team that these Paul. guys, I'm sorry, team, team, Paul, team yeah. Paul, team Shab, that's a separate yeah. team we're starting? Mm-hmm. Thick team. Uh, team, team Paul, you're you were, an idiot. You had them on your shows. You were saying, you know, these guys are actually pretty funny, pretty cool. Now they got Showtime boxing deals. You didn't think that would happen, right? Um, no, I didn't think it would happen like this. I, I separate Logan and Jake. I separate them as boxers. They're pretty different. They're completely different. And I think Logan, you know, this, this would be a fun fight to entertain, stuff like that, and he'll make a ton of money. Jake, to me, signing with Showtime and signing a multi-fight deal, to me, wants to be—he wants that validation as to be taken serious as a boxer. Yeah, it, it's no different than when, for me, it, would, it meant so much for me to be on Comedy Central because I wanted that stamp of approval. I go, yeah, he's funny, man. He's on Comedy Central. So I think for Jake, him being associated with Showtime—you know, granted, we all work for him, but. As far as boxing goes, there's there's nobody bigger, man. That's what you look the history of boxing, like it's it's boxing royalty. So I think for Jake to come over to here, it, like he's taking the necessary steps to be taken serious. But each one is more elevated than the last. Like for me, the Ben Askren fight, candidly, it didn't mean anything to me. It's still interesting though. So he, he made a ton of money. But just, I'm just saying personally, I'm not asking anyone oh, to agree. Just just to that be personally. Ben with the bad hip. Right? Yes, Ben. Yeah. We okay. had the hip replacement, the whole thing. But this one certainly, certainly, there can be no denying that Tyron is past it uh, for an athlete. But even Dana White was like, the Duke can punch. You saw him against Vicente oh, yeah. Luque. He rocked him before the fight was over. 
uh, it's a, it's a, it's an that's increasing. That's gonna be theater. That's gonna be fun to well, see. What I'm that, saying is, that's a tough fight, man. It's an increasing level of danger. I think that Jake is taking <laughs> but, on. And here's the point: is um, you, you'll see people online or even people in person go, "He needs to fight a boxer, man. He needs to fight a real boxer." It's like, dude, he has three fights. Look up any of your favorite boxers. First five fights, they're fighting fucking trash can yeah. guys. Right. Like these guys, the same guy under probably, different names. Yeah, they're probably not even in the in you know in the business anymore. So it's like people want to just shove these guys into the limelight and fight these real pros. And it's like he has three fights, man. I know. It, so it's so, like Woodley as your fourth fight ever. You know, you know, it's, it's pretty that's insane. Yeah. Dude. And, and, and and in the main event, you didn't you weren't fighting in some bingo hall for your fourth fight. Knocked some guy out in two rounds who was, you know, whatever, whatever. A lot of pressure. This is a huge amount. And here's the thing about Jake, dude. Like I go through and I read the comments about him. You he read had comments. His comments. Okay. They're, they're super interesting. You say you never look at the comments. No, I no. I, Other people's. I, I glance. Yeah, I glance. That's fair. You're really but, that secure. You never look at the comments. No, no, no. no, I, no I'm yeah. telling you, I, I do on, on occasion. But look back to Jake. He had some long rant yesterday about uh, fighter pay, and you look at all of the comments, and they're always like, you know what, fuck this guy, but god damn, he's right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's doing the necessary steps to get respect from some, you're never gonna get respect, I don't think he'll ever get respect from like the true box and aficionados. Yeah. Like they're so old, they're dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. But they don't even realize like the potential good that, that this season could be of the, but, of but, the ball. But they're also stupid. Sorry. They're also a lot stupid because like Muhammad Ali fought Lala Zedo. Like there's like they, they, they've been doing this forever, dude. Yeah. As like, long there's as there's a lane for it. As long as it's not your central business, as long as it, you don't make it your central business, you can play with this stuff. That's for, what I'm saying. There's a lane for it, man. Right. Yeah. There's a lane for it. Yep. The Transformers sells lots of tickets. <laughs> yeah. You look at the movies that do well. Yeah. These <laughs> stupid superhero <laughs> yes. movies. What I'm not you, into them. What but. do you think if, from the stamp because look that we Luke hates pro wrestling but this has like I a pro wrestling, pro wrestling feel only in like the storytelling and the matchmaking you know some of us are like is Jake gonna parachute in and get a Floyd fight after we don't know until Sunday night but do you think that the mountaintop moment for a Paul brother probably more <clears throat> likely to be Jake could be Jake versus Connor one day is that like the thing that his is, that grand theory is everything is working towards that I disagree with that I think I think everything's working towards Logan versus Jake they did talk about that during my interviews with them at the gym. Uh, I put out a story today on that's, CBS Sports using those quotes, asking the same question. They're on the going. fence. Are you closer with Logan or Jake? Logan, for sure. We live like three miles from each and other. So he is—he's down with this idea. From they're down. They're, that's. They're both on the fence. Straight. I'll, I'll tell I'll so give it to you. So unusual to see brothers embrace that idea. Logan wants it more. They, he says the parents are going to dad. Factory Town dad is not going to be a fan of it. I mean, who would? But I think they both recognized the history making in it and how weird it is, but it's the biggest weird thing you could ever do. Like, I mean, it, what, what is the pay-per-view by potential in, in Paul versus Paul? I think it's creepily weird. Oh, it's like, see, the, it could be catastrophic. It could be 16 million for all we know. I mean, stupid. It could be stupid okay, numbers. Settle down. But you know, million? but yeah, that's, that's a joke. I mean, but it's you, a $5 pay-per-view. You yeah. know, it could be 100,000. But you get what I'm saying, though. I'm, like, I'm with it's, you. It's a new category. But, but I think they would want to be I think you were going to make this point, Luke, and I'll, I'll beat you to it. I think let's see how this pay-per-view does. Because I don't think the true box, like, I don't think Floyd's fans are buying this. I think they're like, I think maybe some are, but the majority of boxing, I, I think we're, we're banking on Logan's fan base buying this That's thing. interesting. Yeah. But I, if we're leaning on that, he's got 29 million YouTube subscribers. That's a lot of cool cats time. and kittens out there. I mean, that's wild. Also, also, you, you gotta, here, but here's the trick for Showtime, uh, BD, you got to keep them. 
You got to yeah. keep them. So right. if you sit up there and it's four guys in golf suits like, and these kids are tuning in and they're like, dude, what four? is this? You know what I'm saying? They're like, what is this? Like, you, so you got you to gotta balance that. Who are these sweaty white men? Mommy, why are we watching this? You know, that's what it's yeah. going to be said. Yeah, there, there, there is a little bit of that. I'm um, not saying throw Doja Cat in the middle of the 12th round and dance on the ring, but you got you to gotta, teeter on that line. Of entertainment, entertaining these young kids, and also making them boxing fans. Right, so and there's you, some you can fear that it. you're you're so strong that you're going to elbow through in yeah, WWF style and just break that. Let's desk. talk. Real I'm hoping for it. Let's though. talk real quickly about what you're doing on Sunday night. So you're going to be basically Jim Gray, more or less. That's the role. Jim Brown, they're going to call him. Big, big Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Is Gray. that name taken? I, I think it's a combination of Jim Gray and Pete Davidson. <laughs> You know, I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure, man. So, so you'll be outwardly. I, the, the, you you know have a bong or more. You're like, yeah. Like rap. You know what's this. weird is, uh, and you know this. You know, you've been around fight game, especially with UFC. It's like when you like, I wouldn't want to be interviewed before a fight, man. So, you, for me as a former fighter, like going there interviewing Logan Paul, but though I'm, I'm happy to do it. And I'm glad to do it. I'm so curious where his mindset's going to be at the night of the fight, like because. You know, I fought in some big fights, man. I had a pedigree, bo- you know, gold gloves, boxing champion, jiu-jitsu. And then I got to that point where uh, there's a build-up, and I can realize the big moment. He's never had that, and, he, and he, you know, he's never won a boxing fight, and now you're, you're warming up to fight the best of all time. Yeah, and a giant and, and, fucking stadium. And I'll tell you what, uh, this is what I expect, confidence. That's what I find fascinating about him and his brother. I, I feel like... I don't like. I don't think I'm gonna go in there. Everyone's like, you know, like, you know, you walk in some of those UFC locker rooms and like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? I don't think he's. I I don't think this. I think it's gonna be a fun, pretty easy going. Yeah, which I find fascinating. When I was with Glory, they would make me go interview the guys ahead of time, or like even right before their walkout. Like literally, they they would get everyone ready, and they'd be like, okay, you know, interview them, and then when you're done, they would march. And there's they, nothing worse. Dude. dude, they were always shitty about it. it, it well, <laughs> they, they hated it. I understood. It's literally the worst moment of your life. Yeah. Like your your brain's playing all these tricks on you. And they put, so how are you gonna do tonight? Like, I think good, man. You right. know, so I you don't want to have to come you. from left field and be abstract and just kind of make a difference. I, I don't know. I'm gonna feel feel the room out. It might might go terrible. Oh, I see Shop get artsy in there. Right? So there's gonna be a ton of celebrities. Are they asking you to interview the celebrities? Like if Brady is sitting there, glee, you know, all those fucking rings on. I mean, I guess, I yeah. guess I'm gonna do that. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh I'm, oh, I'm Mario Lopez for Showtime. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's basically that's that's. A, oh, I'm AC Slater. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks for me all the I'm AC Slater, Slater. Slayed back then, though. Okay, just just getting probably. It. But you were talking about brother and, and family's important. You have a brother and protecting a brother's important. I did a stream yesterday with Luke Thomas. Hoe. You are such and, you know, a hoe. Floyd and I got into a little dust up about history. He intentionally and, you know, provokes Floyd and then asks me to back I didn't see my up. brother getting my back. At what, all. What, what did when you Josh Thompson came to this set he questioned and, tried his to, resume. and tried to send me to hell, I didn't see him getting <laughs> no. my back at all. When, uh, when in regards to Pico, what? When this Lorenzo Larkin this, sat here. This and, motherfucker and, goes up to the biggest guy at the bar and, and metaphorically slaps him and then is like, hey, fucking fight this guy, yeah, bitch. I mean, what, why are we here? No, we, you we, picked what, the fight. We going 18 you hole? fucking fight it. We going 18 holes in the shoot? I was wearing a you sweaty Versace. The point you is. You were just doing it just to get a rise out of him? I was making art. I was making content. I was, you know, I'm like Logan. I'm a creator. Right, Fear. but look, it's an it was a, it was a legitimate question. It was a legitimate what was the question. Was question okay? What was the question? The question was in the past. Floyd, no, it actually was passive aggressive. Guys <laughs> like it was very passive aggressive. <laughs> guys like me used to write columns negatively about your resume, but your the, the the way we look at you <laughs> has changed over time. Your your really? your legacy is Dude, growing like a goes, fine wine. He literally goes. Look, you fought Floyd. everybody. He goes. Yeah. Look, Floyd. Maybe you fought everyone, but you didn't fight them on the schedule that we wanted you to fight. Anyway, uh, so look. I was like, oh that's shit. Not, here I we mean, go. that's not the point. Fire back. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh we dude, went out, Floyd yeah. got bitter. I, he he got took me bitter. to the doghouse, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I literally went like this. I was like, I was like, is this an in-depth girl collection? Same, can we? Can it was we the same setup. It was me here, Brian here, and then you were in Floyd's position. And literally, he was like, you know, maybe you didn't fight him in the order. And listen, but the question is fine. But Floyd, listen. All I'm saying Floyd is showing up to this event to have a good time. This is where you turn off. I had a question for my colleague here at Showtime. But, you know, you shared the stage before or shows with a Brian Callen or uh, who's this guy? Uh, 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 Theo Vaughn? No, yeah, Theo Vaughn. No, the other guy. The guy Chappelle's this guy. I mean, you've been around some big-ass names. You, you, we must protect this house. you got to get your brothers back, okay, at the end of the day. Floyd's getting in my grill. Luke's like, uh, I'll give you his home address afterwards. That would have been tough, his, man. Know, family. I mean, come That'd on. That would been tough. I pulled a Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, like fucking. <laughs> yeah, you're all. <laughs> <laughs> He had my back. You, you, know what's, you know what's weird is when you hear people go, uh, I get, well, Brian Callen, I'm finding the kid was saying this. He goes, you don't think because Logan's bigger, he will get in there and like kind of body him up and like go to the body and make it rough? And I'm like, Floyd's not oh, you mean like him. Madonna tried? Yeah. Like, you're talking about the world champion Madonna? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Right. That It's just like people, are, and I dig it because everyone's trying to go with these angles. But The question is, uh, for me, the only one that, that matters is how long is Floyd going to let it go? Right, because against Connor, he took his time against Connor. Three, four rounds that were very much Connor's way. That makes sense though, because Connor's so awkward, right, and different. And, and so I think rounds. he was a little cautious. Twelve rounds, right? I think this one. I'm asking for predictions. Most people are in the four to six yeah, range. Yeah. But there is that potential, and look at the tension fight, different fight, different size fighter. Fucking but what him. if Logan just gets reckless like I want him to do for his best chance of winning, right? Agree. Be the bigger guy and just get stupid reckless. Agree. It speeds up his chance of getting one punch KO'd Agree. early, of Which course. Which is why we, but it's, that's what we want, though. I don't want to see Logan Paul sitting on the outside trying to pick him apart. You know, it's not happening, dude. You got to go in there and hopefully you land one of those freaking windmills, man. Have you trained with him at all? No. No, never? Uh-uh. All right, we play a game on here called Rate That Ink a lot where Luke, who thinks he's the, you know, do-all, no, end-all uh, of, of tattoos. <laughs> I literally never you know, think Mr. that. You know, Mr. Hebos gets his daughter, uh, Amanda, you know, so her, big, her UFC no. debut so on Amanda, his forearm. Amanda Hebos' father uh, got a tattoo. It's, it's the sweetest it's, thing. It's, it's, it's her Choking winning, out Emily cho Whitmire. Choking out Emily Whitmire. It's yeah. good work? No. Oh, it's, no, no, but the sentiment, it's not can't, bad can't work. Do so portraits. So we, we always look at, th this guy, he I'm pays for his ink. That's that's some good shit right there. So the watch is Nice, but if you look closely here. You see the the black and gray work, the fine detail with like the Florida Lee symbol. Freddy Negretti, man. Yeah, dude, that's extremely good work. Yeah, he's good. That's really good. It's like you got Japanese waves too. Yeah. So you, a, you have a, a bit of a. Can a you lot. pull up the sleeveless a little yeah, bit? That's a lot. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So they say that's good. They say good. The, that's really good black and gray work. Yeah. The bicep hurts a lot. Not, I, anyone who told you tattoos don't hurt is full of shit. I know. I, people I, like I, how much yeah, do tattoos? Yeah. They're like, I got this one recently, yeah. and folks are like, did it hurt? I'm like. They said that about yes. my vasectomy too. Night they were wrong, bro. Yeah, yeah, those three needles. Yeah, yeah. They were wrong, yeah. right? No tattoo. Anyone, any, anytime anyone's told you about a tattoo, they they they're awful. How much? I dread it every time. How much did you pay for the sleep? Oh, you can't ask that Dude, on TV. I, I have to ask. I I, I think so. Freddie McGrady, he's like the grandfather of black and white, yeah. and he he's tattooed in prison. Dude, look how good this tattoo is. You can see the fingers are all evenly spaced. Yeah, he's in that a monster. Tiny little spot. Some Dude, would say the fingerist right there. I yeah. would say he's like 800 an hour. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, he's a monster. I, think I, I may have unplugged my Shamrock microphone. Social Club? Check. No, you're still alive. You're, you're good. You're good. Yeah, he's at Shamrock Social Club. Yeah, that's legit. Um, B Shop, you've done two of the things that are the scariest motherfucking things in the world, right? You stand in the locker room before, about to make the walk for the UFC, sure. and you have your own damn comedy <laughs> special in which Luke Thomas turned out surprised, and you, you, to, you, you tore the house down. 
Which one makes you want to shit more? What, what's the difference I mean, in the feelings? Fighting, dude. Fighting. Like if, if I, let's say, I'll do a set tonight in Miami at the Miami Improv or something. Like if I bomb, it's all good. I can go up tomorrow or I go to L.A. a bunch of times. Dude, fighting. I get, I get knocked out in Noguera in my underwear in Brazil. I get yeah. see that thing, yeah. you know, for freaking for a long time. He sent Crow Cop to the, uh, to the, to the dark, deep depths. Yeah. To, to yeah. Do you ever have dreams about, like, being in a fight or, like, walking out? Or Never. Like, no? Never, dude. Never. That's, do you ever find that weird? No. I have recurring dreams about, like, military service all the time. Really? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Weird. Not nightmares. Just, like, I'm living in yeah, that world. Yeah, you're back there. Yeah. I never do. And, the only, like, I'm so far removed from that world. The only reason I think, you know, I got my black belt last week Congratulations. in Congratulations. Round yeah. of applause for that. Yeah, let's Come on, everyone. Yeah. Look, at, look at the camera guy. He's like, oh, this is Camera guy's terrible. like, all right, cool, man. Two-stripe white. Bring it. Um, <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> that was Steve's ripping Jay right there? Yeah. Brown belt. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, the only reason I did that because my kids started jujitsu, and uh, he was, you know, he, he, you know, the coach was there, and he's like, "Dad, they're black belts." I'm like, "Yeah, they're black belts." And he's like, "You're black belt." I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, is your black belt at home?" I'm like, "No," because I've never officially done the ceremony. Yeah. Like it, like you know, they more or less told me I was a black belt, but I jumped around from Denver to LA. So then I was like, I need to get my black belt. And probably for MMA, you did a ton of nogi anyway. A ton of nogi, yeah, yeah competitions and everything. That's so it's awesome. just because my son just approved him. So when I got my belt, I'm like, so wait, there you go, dude. Were you, I saw that it was your coaches from Colorado. Amal Easton, yeah, who's a Henzo Gracie black belt. I talked to Henzo. Were you in L.A. or were you in Colorado? I was in Denver. I flew to Denver just specifically for that. For that, that. okay, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. That was cool, man. I've only seen two black belt promotions in person. It's a big deal. It's a big deal, and they slap you. They whip you with the belt. Hard, well, that, they do that, uh, my understanding, at every level. But, God, it hurt. Uh, our, our Kelly you, was into that, I heard. Yeah, probably. Did you make a speech? No. No? Uh-uh. Oh, you know, man. I started crying. Surprisingly, I started crying. Yeah. It's a big deal, My son was man. there. Yeah, and it's 14 years of jiu-jitsu, man. Golly. Well, your ears look great. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell, man. Yeah. They look awesome. Yeah, man. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, BC? This was this was phenomenal. You guys this got more was... guests today? What do you, what do you get? You get? We have to do a podcast later, like an inside podcast that we do. Oh, so, so, you, you, so you guys do this show how many times a week? Three. And then you do... Big uh, fan, huh, Brenda? Yeah, it's great. Well, great, you know, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm doing my own stuff, man. I do <laughs> five days a week, I'm man. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I wish I could listen it's to okay, it, man. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, three days a week. And then we do one called Room Service Diaries, where we're probably going to get fired. We really? just talk about raunchy shit. shit. Yeah. You can take over the Porno show. Pornography and, and feces, you know, that kind some of thing. Some fun stuff. So, you know, we drink. Do you guys listen to any other shows? Like, you, you, like... Like, uh, I don't listen to other fight shows. No, man. not really. Because mm. I get they talk about it. I'm all good. I've often, I've often said if I listen to other people's fight opinions too much, they just become mine. And I don't even mean to, t like, to do that. I'll find it like a, a kernel of it's it. It's inception. They yeah. plant it in your brain. So I just kind of, like, push it away. Luke know? was debating over breakfast. And I didn't think it was, you know, an acceptable topic to bring up here. But he was like, do you think Brendan slayed more as a Division One college football player or a <laughs> UFC fighter? And well, I, I, had like, a girl, I had a girl in college, man. So You fucking idiot. What yeah. is, why did you have a girlfriend in college? Like you said, I was an idiot, man. Jesus. Can you imagine being a Division One athlete being like, I'm monogamous. I know. What nightmare. are you doing? Wow. <laughs> what are wow. you doing? I know. Wow. If you're a football, I had a friend of mine who was a football player, but his dad was a doctor. This is a true story. He was a shitty football player, just enough to like get to college, but he had no, no designs on ever going anywhere else Division after that. Division uh, Double A. Division One, but okay, so yeah. you know, mid-major or something. Yeah. And uh, his dad was a doctor. This dude ran through so much 
I'm not even going to say what the word is. He would get gonorrhea not infrequently. He would call his dad. Shout out to dad. Who would write him a prescription for gonorrhea. And then he would just go right back to just hacking the machete. You couldn't fucking believe it. Benefits of having your dad as a dog. Yeah. Wow. And being a Division One athlete. Uh, yeah. Luke is a notorious blocker of anyone online who has a different opinion from him. He has no time for that. <laughs> so How do not you, true. You are at a level that we'd like to get to in terms of numbers. How do you deal with the haters? I don't see any of it. I don't see any. I probably haven't seen comments or any of that stuff in almost two years. Yeah. It's poisonous, yeah. It can be. It can, it can be. be. It should, yeah, but. You feel free. Yeah, I feel free. I don't care, you know, and if, you know, it's like I never did it. Like, let's say when you were going to start whatever it was. Let's say when I was going to start to get my black belt. If I went online, I was like, hey, guys, you think I get my black belt? You think it's going to be encouraging on there? Like, it's a nightmare, dude. So I would, I, I never look for them. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. I don't, I don't look for them for career advice. Yeah. Well, I don't, so I don't, I don't know why people put so much attention into it. Also, like, the, the first time I ever realized that, like, Twitter was not real life, we, we had this sort of moment. I had actually covered uh, Tito Ortiz as a fighter when he was going to fight. It was, it was, who was it? It was the card in Memphis. I forget who even was at this point. King Mo was on the card. This is the card where King Mo on air called Bjorn Rebney a dick writer. Right? <laughs> I so I was there. I was there, dude. I was there. I love King okay? Mo. King Mo is fucking awesome. Okay? So I, I was sitting there and I remembered I, the whole week, you know, because Tito even back then was a little punchline-y. You know, he was just constantly saying shit. You would be like, okay. But whatever. Then he shows up on fight night, and, dude, the crowd lost their shit for him every time he was on screen. And if you look at his mentions, they're a fucking graveyard all the time. I'm sure. But it had nothing to do with how he was received in that, in that space. Yeah, they, they say, what do they say? If you walk down the street, one in ten people are on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. So when you walk down the street, it's like one in ten. Maybe you know? in L.A., not so much Boise. Oh, I'm, even, out, yeah, even out here, I doubt, I doubt it's not even one in ten. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, people put too much... For what I do, I have to have it, right? I'm kind of like my own PR firm. Like, you have to have it. But if I didn't have to have it, I'd be out, man. Thick boy merch. You gonna, you're gonna, oh, yeah. You're yeah. going to buy another another pool with that thing? I think so, my you, man. Fuck you. Crush. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sitting here counting subscribers like pennies in my laundry. Get Got another. Yay. Get, you still, but you still do the Luke Thomas stuff? I've, I've kind of shut it down because this one is a jealous little little thing. I don't understand this at all. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to bring it back and just have a different lane. That was so. my favorite thing you did. Thanks. Dude. Yeah, I, I will do some things. But. I, I don't think people realize how hard it is to talk Dissected, into about. a camera. Yeah. You should, I don't think you should to, like, to by yourself, like, you know, probably the best is Bill Burr. But as far as, like, to just talk into the camera. For like, an hour straight. Hit and just go. It's yeah. like, it's I don't a, think people, it's a, like, it, it really, it's a talent, man. It's, it's, it's I, such a beast. Yeah, I'll bring it back in some capacity. Capacity, so. uh, this man once made uh, Dana take a knee. Well, I mean, I sorry, I, I was there. I Who? saw it online. He made Dana take a knee. He won that stare down. Okay. I did. Dana <laughs> put did Dana put me in a four minute uh, hate video, and I'm still standing. All right. Uh, nice poison ivy. Well, why don't you get that more in your face? <laughs> is That's it, nice. Is it poison ivy? Oh, do you, do you have poison ivy? Yeah, it's fucking neck. It's spreading. It's coming for you. All right. It's oh coming wait, for did you go in the ocean? Because I saw there was this uh, flesh eating bacteria in there getting to people. Well, did I'm, you go in the ocean? My buddy's friend's a doctor. He can prescribe something for your gun. I was, I, was, yeah. I was a couple miles over, and uh, Robert Kraft texted me. He was like, "I got a great place. We can, we can work. We can work <laughs> that shit out. In and out. Just get it. Just, get it, just get make sure you wear a mask. Yeah, Are you yeah. performing this weekend? Uh, I think I might do a pop-up set tonight at the Improv. Yeah, I'm trying okay. to figure it out. I don't know who the headliner is there, so hopefully they let me. That's weird, right? Because it's weird. It, you can't like they they're paying for a headliner. They they have accommodations between shows, or how does it work? No, they would just add me to their show as a surprise guest. You pay, they pay you for that? No, I don't care. I'm okay, okay. For payment. Yeah, you're just yeah. looking for stage. Yeah, time. yeah. just stage. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. How, how, how has Florida been during this? Great, dude. Run? You know, you know what's weird is, uh, you know, Florida's great, but it's far. And, like, they'd be like, hey, we got – because they're the only place that was full capacity. So, like, I went to Naples, and so I heard so many horror stories. Oh, it's called off-the-hook comedy in Naples. Off-the-hook comedy. And I'm like, are they, like, serving fish and chips while you're on stage? <laughs> and, like, yeah, man. You, like, you'll be on stage and be like, punch, and I hear, B-72, B-72. Oh, I'm like, no Jesus. way. So I was like, that's yeah, an experience. So I go out there. They completely redone it. The guy's name's Captain Brian. He, like, put all this money in. It's a legit club. Naples, I didn't realize Naples is, like, the richest town. Yeah, in- a lot of old white people oh, in there. Dude, yeah, nuts. I heard Boca was super. Boca's pretty like crazy. That. Naples even bigger than that. Naples was really? nuts. Nuts. I had no idea. I, mean, I didn't either. I we, need say- to, we need to go on tour tonight, okay? We'll call up John Anik. We'll get Rashad in there. Maybe Rashad could get me on some peyote. I can, I can you know, fix my Bitch, bruises. you sometimes. can't even handle Afrin. Much Bro, less. I could go 15 we minutes with the toad. Okay? Benadryl on that neck, daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that vanilla camouflage is yeah. not hot. Yeah. It, uh, it, uh, is, is, is it an allergic reaction? It's, uh, it's an allergic reaction to fame because we are making some moves. Is that week. what it is? Uh, yeah, so much and, uh, fame. I heard some you got a lot of viewers the, yesterday. Some would say it's the curse of the Gucci robe. or I'm sorry, the Versace robe. You know, we put it on. You know, we saw what happened to Masvidal, Adesanya, McGregor, Billy Joe Saunders. And then BC has a neck rash during the biggest week of his career. Um, and you shit your pants. Yeah, and and I and I have low testosterone and no sex drive. And I, yeah, wow! Welcome to forty two. Florida's been tough, man. How old are you now? Thirty eight. Thirty. You're getting there. You're gonna be forty soon. Yeah, you're gonna have old balls real soon, bro. Getting there, man. You and I should go on a twenty thirteen Belfour tour. You know what I mean? Oh, just get like dope. the Mohawk and just get cool. TRT'd up to the gills, I'll be down bro. For that. I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm not far from consider. I've had a call, a conversation with my wife about it already. About yeah. TRT? Yeah, I'm not ready. I don't for, get why not. Uh, well, I'm not ready for it now. But, 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 I just want to do my own. Uh, I want to talk to my doctor. I want to get more information about it. Stop trusting science, okay? You can I take around the, you can take around the back knee so you can stop I mean, being you're not an old sign bitch. up for science. Just I, fucking I know, get I know. in there. I told man. my wife, I'm like, I'm I'm thinking about it. She was like, Yeah, nah, nah, nah. you know, we'll see how it goes. But it's on my it's on my like, radar. She don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Ripped. She doesn't care about that at all, dude. She doesn't care about being swole. We'll ripped. see. You start throwing that big thing around the yeah. pool, you know what I'm saying? We'll see what's up. Get out there and yeah. on that thing around. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think she'll change her tune, too, but at the same time, I think, like, 45, careful there, I think around 45 is when I might start, like, talking to my doctor, like, hey, it we got to. Look, you, you may not the old guy who's real okay. swole, though. I don't want to be the old guy who's frail. Dude, like, yeah. the, the, the biggest determinant of uh, injury in later life is to the extent you don't have um, lean muscle mass. Right? Yeah. It, well, the two, of, yeah. two are connected. And so if you're going to have muscle mass on your frame, you know, obviously there's a healthy and unhealthy way to do it. But if there's a healthy way to do it with some fucking, I'm going to. I'm going to, for sure. I'm with him. Do you think Lou Gehrig had a rash before it overtook him? I don't want to answer that because I'm going to get fired. All right. Is, it, is, it, is it just there or is it all there? Uh, it's, it's just there It actually for now, starts but, uh, under his balls. It just <laughs> fires yeah, all the way yeah. up. Huh. Yeah, it's the, it's the curse of the Versace. Although I hear I hear that it's the black robe and you wore the black robe. I so do wear the black the robe. The future of your career uh, is probably in, in Canada or something really bad. Right? It's probably in peril. Yeah, I'm okay. going to get fired. Okay. We had a good uh, run, though. All right. Yeah. Well, Brendan. Well, guys, great seeing you. Yeah, yeah we went, we <laughs> went a lot more. Yeah. Get rid of that rash before we work together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Put some makeup tip on, on that, tip, neck on ape. neck, all right? I'm going to make out with you with But this one more one. time, a reminder, 5 p.m. in the East tomorrow, Brendan Shaw, Brian Campbell, yours truly here. We'll be hosting the weigh-ins. On, yes. It will not be on the MK stream. It will be on the show sports, the Showtime stream. So go check that out. We'll tweet it out, I'm sure, at one of our various You can catch, uh, catch a rising star on Star Search, uh, uh, Brendan Shaw. Oh, I wish I was on Star Search. That would be badass, right? Uncle Joey blow up that career, get the four, the five. Yeah. Was it five stars? Was the most five stars? Star? Justin Timberlake got hard, five stars. Did he get five yeah. stars? Oh, Fuck that shit. guy. I know. Man. Fuck that guy. Oh. I hate. All right, guys, love you. Thank you, Brendan. We'll talk to you soon.
There wow. it is. Wow. I mean, so, I mean, he's he, he's he's cool. Some would say the coolest, right? Uh, definitely the golf zing really hurt, and I need to go <laughs> cry about it because I was like, God damn it, he's right. I would love to go on a, uh, to a 2013 TRT tour of duty with him. Uh, we would we would slay. We, we should you know what we should do. We should just uh, move in together, live in a basement. I have I have the weights. Just do fucking ass loads of t- of steroids <laughs> for for six months, and, listen to and then come out looking fucking swole and listen shit. Listen to nothing but Cannibal Corpse, and we'll uh, def- listen. We'll just leave our families. We'll just never talk to them again. Um, Corey Manich, uh, uh, you have the floor if you want to sing, or you can just let me know. Do we have more guests coming in? No, we're done. They told okay. you. They told All you right. to wrap it. I want to. Um, let, let's let's put a bow on this thing. Uh, Luke, UFC Fight Night is this weekend. Augusto Sakai against Jair oh, Rosenstruck. Jesus, come on. You what are we doing? You're not doing that. No, well, doing but that. no, no. The show's. What, the show's what are we doing here, right? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. I heard your other <laughs> thing too. Never <laughs> met him. I was like, go, hey, right? No, no. I heard you. I heard uh, it, it did go down a lot like the Wilder smash joke. You know, just yes, it did. All right, can we close this off? You know, unlike. Ally Quincy's no selling, you know, no selling me at all. Uh, would you buy a condo from Al? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. I, mean, I don't want to move he to Long ra- Island. He but came raging at you on Twitter. That's I all right. That. People have different opinions. Little, little okay. You know what I didn't do? I don't dislike Al because he disliked one of my views. Do you know what I didn't do on purpose? Huh. Get your fucking back, bro. Yeah, I didn't notice you, you were missing either. I, I don't cry about those you things. You old bitch. I don't cry. Uh, that's Morning Combat. I uh, hope you enjoyed this wild episode setting the stage for Mayweather Paul. Thank you to our guests, Chad Johnson, Brian Maxwell, uh, Brendan Schaub. Luis Arias. Luis Arias. Uh, Adios. Adios. My name is Brian Campbell. Of course, that's Luke Thomas. To just reset where we are uh, where take- we are in this wild week. Obviously, the fight is Sunday Dude, night. Wrap it up. Uh, not Saturday. Uh, yeah. All right, Luke. Wrap right. it up, B. Okay, bro. You know, I'm trying to sell our shit. You know, whatever, though. Okay. Whatever, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm only making art. I'm only making a documentary here. But, right. uh, you, know, you know. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 5 p.m. in the East for the, for the weigh-ins for okay. uh, this. Somebody's and gonna- then... Probably not much else. We're going to shoot Room Service Diaries today, and then that's going to be the end of our careers, probably. Uh, we're, we're old and pasty. It's BC and LT. I got two words for you. We out.